0: Welcome to the Education Technology Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin. Administrators have a lot on their plate, and administrative paperwork is just one extra thing that adds another layer of burden. Paperwork has been stuck in, well, paper for quite a long time, especially in education, but there's got to be a better way to digitize this information and automate it. Here to tell us the ways that automation is revolutionizing the education space by simplifying the back office is Aaron White, CEO of Script. Aaron, how are you today?
1: Good, good. How you doing, man?
0: I'm great. Thanks for coming on the podcast and giving us some insight to, you know, I think a really important way to apply automation, not only in education, but I think in several industries, you know, Freeing up some of that administrative aspect of people's jobs to give them more time to be innovative, creative, and passionate about what they do. So, yeah, you know, I feel like you have a strong personal passion for education technology and for the changes that automation can bring for it. Could you kind of give our listeners a bit of a backstory here about what inspires you about this technology?
1: I guess, I guess, my background kind of started uh, like you know, eight nine years ago. I started working with a bunch of uh, public schools and private schools and charter schools kind of all over the Tampa Bay area. Then I kind of worked my way up to being the, the IT director um, of a multi-campus charter school out here in Tampa. Um, and that's where I kind of really kind of dove into, to education technology and kind of what that means and kind of how that's changing, uh, in today's landscape. And I saw, um, you know, we, we put a lot of focus in education in, in the classroom and kind of changing that from a technology standpoint, which is great, right? Because we got to affect student outcomes. And like, that's the main point of what we're doing. But, uh, we really noticed that the back office doesn't get as much love as, uh, the classroom and the teachers and some of those applications. So, what really happened when I was in the classroom kind of after hours of a school day and kind of working on some some technology things in, in the classroom and and I saw a teacher break down in tears because she was super overwhelmed just by how much you know administrative burden there was, how much paperwork she had to get through just to facilitate, you know, some experiential learning for the students and just kind of get through some of the the daily routine and flow the paperwork to get to what she, you know, was put on earth to do, right? Is educate? And so uh, it was kind of at that that moment that, you know, I figured we, we got to solve this. So I took a look out there and, uh, you know, was trying to find out, you know, it does something out there exist to where we can kind of automate. And so there's bits and pieces of it. But um, what, what we kind of did is we, we kind of saw a, a need to kind of put everything together and put a bow on it, kind of make teachers' lives easier. And that's kind of where the passion came from, seeing it firsthand and seeing, you know, how much, Uh, these educators do for our students um, and to kind of help them out to make that a little bit easier, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that side of most people's jobs is often forgotten. You know, this is kind of a departure, but I was watching Hot Fuzz the other day. I'm not sure if you've seen that movie. Hilarious movie, but the way it portrays paperwork, right? You know, you see all these buddy cop movies and they're always out there catching the criminals, but that movie is one of the few that really shows them processing all these criminals. And you know, they presented it in a funny way, but it's a reality that in a lot of these positions where, you know, people are trained to serve or to educate, there is always so much background administrative stuff that goes on that, you know, I'm not I'm not wanting to say it gets in the way of their true purpose, but because it is essential stuff, it's just it just puts an extra burden on them that I don't think they realized was going to be part of the job what for educators is that extra amount of administrative work what kind of background paperwork and filings do they have to do on sort of a day-to-day or monthly basis
1: well, I know it's, it's a good point that you brought up with the, the buddy cop movies and the you know hot fuzz is because, you know, like a lot of times in those movies, I just want to touch on this real quick. You'll see, you know, they, they let the bad guy go because, you know, they didn't want to, have to deal with the paperwork, right? Or you, know, you see that all the times in, in movies. So, you know, that, that that's, that's a great point. But some of the stuff that that's, that's you know, they're trying to do and, and get through is, is just generic stuff, right? So it's just the purchase order forms and request forms. And, and a lot of that has to change hands to so many different departments. And since it's still a paper process, you know, you don't know where you, Are in that process, right? Like, I don't know. I I turn my form in, I don't know where it is. Is it in HR? Is it in purchasing? Is it with my supervisor? And so um, a lot of this is spent tracking down. So you have, right, purchase orders, leave forms you know, money's collected forms for the students. And then, you know, if you take a look at the classroom now, a lot of the teachers now are now acting like bookkeepers, right? They're keeping track of things and that, you know, they didn't go to school for however many years to, to to learn how to count things on clipboards and to change lives and to educate kids. And so if we can get that out of the way, I think that's, that's really important.
0: So what are some ways that automation can step in and take some of that burden off of our educators?
1: Education is, for the most part, a little bit behind um, when with adopting new technology, right? You see, they kind of let some of the other industries kind of spearhead that, see how it works, and then we kind of apply it a little bit later, which, which is smart in a lot of ways. But there's a lot of opportunity for growth here in the education area. So some of those things is just as simple as payment collection, you know, having some way to, to track a lot of the cash and checks and the the credit cards, taking that off of you know the little baggies in the front office, the baggies in the teacher has to go to the front office, then go to the administration. You know, parent communication. Um, it's forms going uh, anywhere from parents back to teachers, back to administration. So there's there's quite a few aspects. Whether that's you know payment forms, approvals,
0: all all of those. And do you see all these different ways to automate the back office and to automate this kind of communication being centralized on one hub or one platform that, you know, integrates everything easily for the educator to use? God, I
1: wish. So that's that's what the, one of the biggest problems. I mean, you can go and ask any school, any teacher, any administrator. Um, the thing that they're probably most frustrated about is having this this hodgepodge and patchwork of software that they have to memorize passwords for like 17 different things. And so it's, it's this industry, everybody has a race to be the one centralized thing. And so that's, that's the goal, right? Is how do we make their lives as easy as possible? One login, because, because with, with education too, you have, you have some educators that are you know, stay in it till they're you know 80 years old, and you have some that are just fresh out of college or 20, 21, whatever. And so you have this different, you know, you know, realm of what technology is and their understanding of that technology. And so um, you you can't get Betsy, the the 80 year old, to be able to memorize 20 passwords, whereas you can get you know as easy as you know the 21 year old right out of college, right? So you know, how do we make that? That's that's a that's a big question. Like how how do we do that? Who can do that? And that's that's what we're racing
0: for. Even with the young teachers, I feel like you know, they are trained for four years, however long they enter the space. And I mean, we're seeing technological innovations on a year to year, I mean, sometimes like a monthly basis. So even then, you know, they might not be completely prepared for all of this new automation and how to handle it all. And so I really do think it's essential to find a way to make it user friendly, right? Because then it's almost like taking the burden from having to do all the paperwork, but instead just making it digital. What makes digital exciting or digitizing all this kind of information and automating it is the the breath of relief, the ease of access, and the fact that it it appears friendly, is easy to use, and kind of just gets everything done.
1: And there's a term kind of in the industry too. It's, you know, you have software that's school ugly. A lot of times when the, these software companies, they'll, they'll they'll propose a solution, they'll make it they're just really thinking of the function. They're not really thinking of the form of it, right? And so they're like, well, it does everything you ask for because it's, you know, it's the business people making it, but it's not super easy to use. And you have this wide range of, of everybody in education. There's a ton of stakeholders that have to use a lot of this software. And so making sure that you hit each one of those is it's really hard. It is really hard, but um, it's coming. I know it.
0: Yeah. And I feel like with the full centralization of all these technologies, each one has its own processes, its own code, its own end goal, and for them to all work and collaborate together, there's got to be a lot of extra technology that goes into that. I mean, you probably need a sophisticated level of artificial intelligence or you know, some, some very interconnected IoT devices to make that happen.
1: Yeah. And you have, you have a lot of different companies and, and, and each company has a different type of database and, you know, backend and they have a different, you know, language that they're using. And so, uh, especially kind of working with other companies as well to help accomplish this, it, it gets kind of challenging. There's some standards out there as far as like how to handle student information and, and things like that. But as far as like building the software, there's, there's no standard for, and there, and there shouldn't be, because like you said, technology changes year over year. Right. But that's why it's, you know, it's easier to integrate with your own stuff. So you're seeing a lot of companies trying to be that solution rather than kind of working together with some of the other companies to get that done because it's challenging. It's really
0: hard. What are some examples of companies out there that you see doing exciting things in automation for the ed tech space?
1: Honestly, there's there's not a lot. So what you see is you see a lot of companies that are really good at specific things. So You'll see a lot of companies that are good at, at forms, right? Collecting and consuming information from parents or from administrators. And displaying that information, you see a lot of companies it's, it's really saturated is payment processing, and that's all they handle. And they're really, really good at it. And you'll see, you know, other companies doing little things here and there with communication, but kind of automating all those together. That, that's the holy grail. That's what everybody's looking for is how can I make a solution or find a solution that can package all these together put a bow on it and have them all talk to each other and reconcile all of those together that's kind of what we want and 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 there's no one really out there doing that and so we're kind of hoping to be the first one that does it and they does it in a, a nice way
0: i mean without revealing too much right you don't want to spill all the secret sauce but what are some what are some ways that script is trying to accomplish that
1: We're really trying to take automation to the next level for the administrators they can really you know and and educators in general right front office teachers back office trying to take it and make it as easy as possible so they can actually just submit what they need to do and then we handle the rest we want to route everything to the right department and then you know just keep you updated along the way um so they can basically set it and forget it and so basically you know we're working on a solution for districts and for schools right now that kind of does just that and kind of you know makes it customizable because the one thing that's really hard is is you build a solution for a group of school or a subset of schools and it works great for them. But then you go over a district and it doesn't work so great for them. So schools come in every shape and sizes. And, and so kind of making something that's customizable for schools, you, you don't want to make it too customizable to where it's just so open that, you know, it can be broken um, or it doesn't really do it the best way. But you want to make it customizable so kind of anybody can get in there and get going. So that's, that's kind of what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah, I feel like, I mean, between... The kind of forms you have to file for an elementary school and a high school. There are some that are the same, but there's just so many things that change. I mean, by the time you get to high school, you have students filing for parking passes, and you know the thing, things, things at that level, and and trying to coordinate. I'm, I mean, I bet coordinating prom is a nightmare for for these high schools. So you know, finding a way to customize the experience, I think, is essential, and it's something that I've been seeing in. Basically, every industry is this idea of centering the core product around the user and not just offering great technology, but offering a great service and that the service being personal and being customizable so that each user feels like, you know, the product was made for them, not just they have to learn how to use a sophisticated product.
1: You know, we've been doing paper forms and we've been doing like manual processes in schools since the beginning of time, right? So, saying that, hey, we're not doing this anymore, and you're going to have to trust us that we got it, is a really scary thing for for educators, and, and, and rightfully so. And, and so, it's yeah. How, how do we how do we ease that in? And they, like you said, it's it's great customer service and kind of walking them through it, and kind of you know partnering with them, and, and say you know we're going to be right here and helping.
0: Do you ever have conversations with educators or districts about security concerns of digitizing all this information? Because I, I feel like, with any of these conversations, especially in something like healthcare or finance, when these documents get digitized and interconnected, people always talk about oh well what if it gets hacked right so is that a conversation you have with educators and administrators
1: yeah that 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 almost always comes up and 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 it should it's a good question you know because like you know we have this form but like like where is it like literally where is you know and then and that's that's that should be asked, right? Because sometimes it doesn't get asked, and it's scary. So we kind of like you know walk them through that. And so here, here it is. This is how it's secure, and and we always need to be thinking that way. I mean, this is our student. This is our students, and this is their their information, right? So that's a big part of it. Not just you know like you have you seen that like you said in the healthcare industry, but it, we, we have it same same in the education as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, that's exciting to see that you know even though people are worried about the security concern, it's, you know, it's a conversation that everyone's going to have. And so it's basically trying to change that mindset, trying to get people refocused and excited about digitizing information, because even with some of those security concerns, it's it's better than sifting through a paper file cabinet. And it's a lot easier than sifting through a paper file cabinet.
1: Right. And we, we can't necessarily, you know, especially with the way we're going and how much information is coming in, I, we just can't keep all these paper anymore, right? If I walked into one school and they had they had two rooms dedicated to file cabinets and just paperwork. And, you know, I asked them what that is and they're like, I, I don't know. You know, half have this stuff we don't know. It's just been here since the school started, uh, which is good that, you know, they have that, but, you know, digitizing it, filing it in a way digitally that, that you can access it and, and, and to be able to use that and, you know, make that actionable data is really important.
0: So to kind of finish things off, wrap everything up in a nice little bow. What do you see in the future for this level of automation? I mean, I know you're already talking about trying to find a way to centralize all these different processes into one easy to use hub, but beyond that, is are there any changes you see on the horizon? Anything you think that automation could be doing better or that, you know, will be applied differently?
1: I think automation and not only just the back office, but, but how that translates back to the parents, because the parents need to be informed and they need to be able to be a part of this process. And so that's been really, really difficult. And I so I see in the next you know, 10, 20 years that it becoming really, really streamlined. We'll, we'll make sure we get we got it down to a science. So um, that's where we're headed. And just, you know, it's time to, to, to get there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, it's great to see that there are people out there with that innovative mindset trying to you know, ease that burden off of educators and make something transparent for parents and really shake up the education industry. So Aaron, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and giving us some insight about how automation could really help educators perform what they were meant to do. And that's educate. So yeah, thanks again.
1: Thanks, man. Appreciate it.
0: And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's podcast. And if you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com and subscribe to articles, podcasts, and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin. Till next time.